0: This is Alan Brody, supporter of Everton Football Club, reminding you that Arsenal sucks, Liverpool are a bunch of gobshite cucks, and Villa, well, Villa fucks. I You're listening could... to the Drunken United Football Show.
1: Damn. You gotta at least let him do the call to action. I what's, forgot. What's even better is when you have the person in studio to see your reaction. It's fucking brilliant. I was gonna
2: slag him off, and then I fucking stepped all over it. So suck. suck, damn it. You suck, you lost to us. Start the show.
3: Sam Houston! Sam Houston! Arsenal fans have another Sam! Ray KA the fucking goon of Ram! Smoke of the Lord! Looks great in shorts! Sam Graham A! Sam Graham! B. United. B. United.
1: Hello and welcome to the Drunkard United Football Show, a completely biased recap of the English Premier League is told by two common American schmucks. I am your host, Sam Houston, and across the way from me, with the quaffed hair, my co-host, the loser, Samuel Graham. How you doing, Sam? Fuck both of you. It's, it's a great <laughs> Get
2: day. Get it out there before we even start It's, it's this. a great day. Fuck both of you.
1: Why, why are you so bitter, Sam? What's wrong?
2: What do you think? What do you think's wrong? We lost to a fucking high school team today. That's what's wrong.
1: With our own high school team on the pitch. You've lost to us now three times in a, in row. a row. Uh-huh. Oh, that must yeah. sting. You, you feel that sting? You feel that sting, Sam? No, nah, not that's, really. That's pride fucking with you. you got to fight through that shit. I was going to make a fuck, small dick joke there, so you're fuck, lucky. Fuck pride. <laughs> We're recording at the DU Public House just outside the nation's capital. You can check us out on all podcast platforms. Be sure to rate, subscribe, review, and share with a footballing friend. Should you want to chat with us, there is many ways that you can. Mr. Graham, tell the good people how they can get in touch and mock your ass.
2: Absolutely. Um, although I do have a pretty nice ass, actually. You shouldn't mock that. Um, what I uh, want you, you to do- You look great in shorts, apparently. I do. What I want <laughs> you to do is get on the old interwebs, uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at DFootballShow, and then Show at gmail.com to get in touch by email. We also have a Patreon you can support the show with. That is patreon.com backslash DU football show. We've got one brand new shiny tier uh, where you get all of our extra content. Sound check, which today was an actual fucking sound check. Yeah, like a real legit sound check. Yeah, like we unplug mics. We plug mics back in. We <laughs> Everybody talked in a different way and, you know, do different shapes. It was fun. Uh, and then injury time, which is our preview show uh, of the
1: weekend's action. And then you can visit the DU drip shack and get yourself some sweet swag. Yes, and you know what else? You definitely want to check out uh, this week's Injury Time because we got lots of beers to drink. Yeah. So many beers. All Maryland, which is going to be a lot of fun. And yep. you know, Sam, is like I always like to say, you could always just drive your happy fucking ass over here, as is the case tonight. Proud Patreon, drunk Uber passenger. Mr. Brody, how the fuck are you?
0: I'm doing just phenomenal. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna make up for Graham's kind of sourpuss mood. Absolute constant, both of you. Not really sure why. Not really yeah. sure why he's down in the dumps. Yeah. So, um, tell me, who do you support? That would be Everton Football Club.
2: Ah, Everton oh, the, Football Club. For those of you that speak English, that's United.
1: Ah, that won uh, two to one today. Over who? Who? Who they beat today, Sam? I don't know. Yeah. You know, Our youth team. You know what's going to be really great, Brody? Is I'm going to pour the malort and I'm going to hand it to you and give you the honor of passing that to my co-host. Good luck. I'll slap it out of his fucking hand.
0: Can't think of a better way to start my Monday. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sam and myself both work in the wine and spirit mm. industry and both have a deep, passionate love for all things distilled spirits. So as the red-blooded Americans we are. We vow to have a drink in our hand throughout this show and every single show. Mr. Graham, what are we drinking today? Uh, another store
2: pick from mm. one of our... Favorite accounts to get store picks from. Uh, mm-hmm. This is from the Syndicate, which is all View liquors and drug city. Um, one in Dundalk, one in uh, Ellicott City, uh, is where those two uh, accounts are. Uh, but this is the Starlight Distillery Old Rick House uh, Double Oak Rye. It was picked by the Syndicate, as I said, 108.2 proof. It's a five-year-old rye finished in toasted French oak barrels. It'll run you somewhere between fifty-nine ninety-nine and sixty-four ninety-nine. Because I don't call on Drug City, and I don't know what their price
1: is. <laughs>
4: um,
1: the so the toasted French oak takes a lot off of the peppery bite of the uh-huh. rye. I was going to say, it almost has a little bit of
2: sweetness up front, like a cognac. It, it it It's reminiscent of that Jefferson's rye cognac finish that we drank a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's, to me at least, a lot less rye characteristic in this one than the other one. I think the, the f- just generic French oak, I don't know if it is limousine.
1: Oak no, just, just 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 uh, French oak, normal normal French oak that gets used for wine barrels. I got you. Uh, Starlight is the Huber Farm, and they do the Huber Winery as well, and and they have f- access to French oak as most wineries do. So yeah, they're just using extra French oak barrel that they give a quick toast to. So no char. You basically just sweat it, kind of sweat yep. the wood, let a little bit of that sugar come out and just give it a little kiss. Is I what like that to does. sweat the wood in my comfort box. <laughs> yeah, no shit you do, no shit you do. This is fucking delightful, and also when we talk about store picks, why you trust certain people, it's a bucket proof. Yep. This is showing you that a good reparable house pick, like a store pick, knows that they're going to go based on flavor and not just proof whoring, which is what a oh, lot yeah. of Absolutely. places do. Just cuz you see it says a buck 23 on the uh on the label doesn't mean it's necessarily a good barrel. Absolutely. Like the one I had last week. Ragged Branch is good stuff. That was not a fair representation of Ragged Branch. It was meh. Yeah. You know? And, and I've seen particularly Justin of all of you and George of um Drug City do this all the time. They'll go lower in proof. They they are very, very particular and specific about the the way the barrel tastes, and wanting to have something that's new and different. And hundred percent. And it's not always necessarily a quote unquote low proof. It is still barrel strength,
4: mm-hmm.
2: right? There's there's and still barrel bucket. proof whiskeys. I mean, now Jefferson's and Woodford is famous for this as well. They still proof their barrels down, right? But um, <laughs> just you know, juice can come out of the barrel at one thirty. It can come out of the barrel at 110. It can come out of the barrel at 108. It can come out of the barrel at 99.
1: Yeah, precisely. Um,
2: It's all about what the barrel did to the whiskey. And if it tastes good, the point is, is that a higher proof being uncut, you get the nuances of the barrel, period. Yeah. Now so, that doesn't mean the nuances are good nuances. Precisely. So going with a quote unquote lower proof, it do, doesn't mean that it's proofed down. It's still barrel strength. I just right. want to make that clear for everybody. As yeah, well. of, course, of that, course. That may not well, be familiar.
1: It's it's learn your local liquor stores. Learn mm-hmm. who makes good store picks. Join whiskey groups. Uh, fortunately, whiskey groups are not as. God awful as uh, local beer groups can be, nah. <laughs> where they just hate each other. They're and almost yell as at bad sh- as fucking Everton fans. That group, <laughs> yeah,
5: <laughs> and that's a dig.
1: That is a dig. Okay, well. uh, Alan, what did you? Uh, what do you think of the whiskey? I know you're not a huge whiskey guy, more a beer guy.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it, to me, it 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 comes on strong. I mean, uh, again, I'm probably not the person to be talking to, but it lingers. I felt it lingered quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Won't be
2: the first time you make that clear tonight either.
0: I'm <laughs> 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 fucking good in. Oh, somebody's on fire. <laughs> Gotta make up for that performance today.
1: Yep. Actually, Alan, to be honest, you're exactly the opinion we want to hear, right? Because... Sam and I could sit around and pontificate about whiskey all fucking day long. Yeah, we, have, right we, we have friends of ours who are very big into whiskey, and we'd sit there. Do, I'd rather talk to a person who doesn't know a lot about it, that wants to learn more about it. That means a lot more to me than anybody else. So, um, Sam, what else do we need to do? Uh, always remember to drink responsibly and sign up to the Patreon so you can hear all of that fun shit.
2: Yeah, we're going to talk about a bunch of fucking beer tonight. Yeah, ton of beers. That's where we do the beers because we also have beers, in case you didn't know and we do what we just did for whiskey about the beers on injury time so uh tonight we've got probably a selection of six different beers that we're all gonna have a taste of and and run through it just like we did this so yeah
5: my can's really pretty
2: <laughs> we also follow the t- uh our our side teams our side hoes mm-hmm, uh, yep, our side hoes. <laughs> we um We've got the Ibs of uh, Scotland, of I'm course. Telling, got, I'm telling Ben you called him his your side home. We've got Rail Batiste. we've got Akron the team is not him. Uh uh-uh. If anything, he's our pimp. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> um, but we've got the Hibs from Scotland, we've got uh Rail Batiste from Spain, we've got Accrington Stanley in uh league one, and um yeah, so make sure you check that out, man. It's it's actually a really good time. You know what And uh, we're
1: usually pretty fucked up for it, so it's very funny. Do you know what uh you know what uh, Ben House? Hmm a well-manicured comfort box. (laughs) It does. (laughs) Oh, you know what? Last Thursday was a little quiet, and there wasn't much to talk about. And, of course, when you know it, this weekend had plenty going along around in the Prem. In fact, we're going to have really good games and oh so that happened. But um, fuck you. It was the DU Derby. This is a completely biased show. We are opening with this. Everton 2, Arsenal Football Club 1. Um, Sam, before we even get into the action, before we even get into the action, over the weekend, big story coming out of Everton. Um, Marcel Brands leaves the club on mutual consent, essentially figuring out his severance package because he had just been signed to a three-year deal in April. Right. Um, Kind of a little bit of it has been the fans are in an uproar because they feel like the front office isn't taking care of the club, but... A lot of the fans kind of thought Marcel Brands was the only one taking care of the right. club. Well, the
2: the other thing, quick question for you too, because this this feels very Newcastleish. Oh my God, yes. Sign him to a long term deal. Fire him six months later. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds very Newcastleish. Yes. Uh, but what I want to know is, um, in conjunction with the protests that happened, I was only able to listen uh, to the to the uh, to the game today because of work. I did hear that a majority of fans did actually walk out of the stadium wasn't that many oh really wasn't that many could the the commentators on talk sport said that they it was like and a fair few of them are actually making their way to the concourse Th- like da-da-da-da-da. you could
1: you could look throughout the stands and see a couple you could see about i'd say let's say a dozen areas where like two whole rows were empty but that was really about it so let's say so you even fucked up a protest a few hundred. Just like Newcastle. A few hundred at the most. Honestly, in the 26th minute, Everton almost scored a goal. No, I know. Well, that, <laughs> so that's, what, that's like, what they were saying
2: is that it was, the, well, it's the 28th minute now because you can't miss your team have a chance. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> exactly it. And um, a lot of the rumor kind of spinning around is that um, Brands had one vision for the club, Rafa had another vision for the club. It's Mashiri's money. Mashiri was the reason why Rafa is coaching this team is Mashiri. That's it. It's Mashiri. He wanted him. Everybody else wanted other people. And this was who he wanted. And a few of the rumors that have come out is that um, the deal for Denzel Dumfries was done, was completely done. Rafa didn't want him, so they didn't sign him. Well, so here's the thing. Rafa is the fucking coach of the team.
2: Right, He is the manager of the football club. He should have a say on what players come in because he has to fucking manage them. Mm -hmm. And no other instance is any manager like this questioned until they begin to suck, right? right? And we're not to that point with Rafa Benitez yet. (sighs) Right, Rafa Benitez is still the manager of your team. You have a, a, a bad run of seven games, right? But we spoke about last week, the performances in that run weren't all that bad. You weren't out of any one game except City, which... Who isn't out of a city game? Mm -hmm. So you're not to that point with Rafa yet. He hadn't really had a chance to spend a boatload of money. Sure, that seemed like it was good, but even the commentators during the Euros were saying stuff about Dumfries. Right, this is going to be like this is a one-off, right? Because he like doesn't play for a particularly big side. You know, it, it didn't look like something that was going
1: to be a sustainable. Well apparently, what was ha- what was happening in all of this is that brands would come with opportunities and remember he's the director of football and it's much like a GM and a head coach the GM gives you the ingredients to cook the coach cooks the meal right so he's coming with ideas and he's also having to deal with the fact that before he got there everybody wants to say that a half a billion dollars have been spent at everton maybe two hundred million of that was fucking Brands. Most of that was under the Walsh komen era and then followed that up with another just 50,000 thrown willy-nilly in the air for fucking um 50 million for Big Sam. Well, for Big Sam, right, exactly. So this kind of like there was just a lot of money thrown around As and the it was a project. Yeah. And then <laughs> As and it's then, referred to oh, now. Oh, <laughs> and a Wobi, a Wobi. No, that was actually under Brands. That was a Mashiri move. That was Mashiri saying, "We are signing him, period, end of discussion. I want to bring him in." because uh, Kai Yorbishin who is a super agent close personal friends and has the ear of uh, one Mr. Fahad mashiri all right well the, th- so. the
0: thing the thing with someone like Dumfries you talked about it's not even so much whether he was good remember he's replacing a guy like Seamus Coleman club legend but he's 32 years old 34 years old I mean he clearly has a step off of him at this point so it, it's I, I feel like it's for somebody like him it's almost less about what can Dumfries do and more about okay Coleman's time in the is kind of coming to to pass and we need someone in there and look you guys talked about the last game i mean he was responsible for the third goal that that you know that <clears throat> liverpool scored that game was cooked as a result he had a few dicey plays today that definitely could have cost them i mean you know he's 33 34 so
1: right and another another name that was in that uh, mix as well was uh Angisa, the central midfielder from uh, from Fulham, and they wanted to bring him in on a loan. Rafa said, "No, thank you." The amount of injuries we sustained, and also the type of team that we are, could have fucking used that guy. Yeah, and, no, I hear you, but you can't account for injuries. You can't sign yeah. every player under the sun just in case someone gets hurt. Right, but your 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 director of football well, yeah. is or completely. Chelsea, yeah. Ultimately, what you're discovering is that the director of football is ultimately handcuffed. Why? Because you have a guy like Rafa wants to run everything himself. And while great, there was a victory today. I'm a touch concerned that Rafa's going to get Mashiri to open up the checkbook even more. And if he, but why? It, well, he, well, 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 he, hold on, hold he, on. Hold the hold on. evidence Please. is that he's denied poli- Mascheri to spend the money. No, it has been it it's been him denying brands cuz it's not the guys he wants. He wants to be the person picking the person that it's going to be coming in. He wants that. And some clubs do that and that's what's about to happen here as you see in the NFL, some coaches are coach GM. Normally that works really fucking well, right? It works every time, really 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 well. It did under Arsene Wenger and Alex Ferguson. Right. It did but, under
2: uh it did under but, under um Rafa at Right, Newcastle. But it,
1: under Rafa at Liverpool, uh, under Rafa at Real Madrid, on, Rafa, under Rafa at Napoli, Rafa at Newcastle got he was there for them getting uh, relegated. He did see that team get relegated. He took over that team with and could have kept two them months up. to spare, but Three he still got to the, spare. Still got that team relegated. That's more Big Sam's fault than Rafa Benita's fault. Right. And did he really have control of things? Because the last time I checked, Mike Ashley wasn't fucking handing him a fucking dime. (laughs) Hence why he went to China. But the players
2: they did sign... Rafa yeah. was the one that forced him to do right. it, that, that brought him in. Right. Yeah, there's this this chip on y'all's shoulder of he's a li- ex-Liverpool coach. We don't want him. One of the greatest coaches in Arsenal's history, coached Tottenham first, George Graham. Uh-huh. And you have an opportunity with a Champions League winning coach that wants to spend time on your club, and y'all aren't grateful for it. I
1: want him to be successful. I would love Rafa Benitez to coach Arsenal right now. Okay. That'd be I, brilliant. I want him to be successful. Then and support I- him. I what I don't support is that there's a system in place and no one fucking wants to let the system work. And here's the thing. If it doesn't work, here's the problem. If it doesn't work, this is not as financially stable of a club as the big six are. To withstand a failure like that, we have well, just then you should we have have said have no just to Big Sam and Robert Komen. We have just what well, that was. Mishiri got in and was excited, had a little, had his little wee wee was uh, stiff in his fucking corduroys and decided to throw fucking money everywhere. Oh, That's what wear, was going on. Does
2: he wear corduroys? <laughs> just That'd be terrible. It. Yeah.
1: Yeah. See, see what I did there? It worked perfectly. By the way, can we
2: just get back to the football real quick? Andre Grazakant.
0: Okay, his You name mean Damari Gray?
2: Gray? You mean Damari Gray. Or Damari Gray. Yeah. Andre Gray is the Andre one that plays for Watford. Watford. Yeah, yeah. sorry. There's too
1: many. Listen, there's a lot of people with the same name. You mean I'm not DeMar- having it. DeMar Gray kissing a ball off a post for a winner. And, and uh, when they
2: kiss, he shoved the ball off the post. <laughs> it fucking lashed that thing. It was you
1: wild. Mean, you mean you're mean your two separate defenders that stood off of him and yeah. let him fucking dribble? And Tomiyasu <laughs> had, a- had
2: such a great season, right, so mm-hmm. far. And then to allow him to cut inside so easily his positioning was so poor in that particular instance? I'm famous doing that at Soccer Dome, forcing yeah. a a left footer right, right to to or forcing a right footer to stay down the left hand side. I'm very right. good at that. Right. Tomiyasu was well too central on uh, Gray's body, yeah. DeMar Gray's body, and um and just easily let him skip inside. It was no problem. It was too far off of him, and he was too. He was already inside of his hip, right. So it was very easy for him to get around him, and then but the shot was brilliant i mean you, there's no keeper in the world saving that it,
0: it was almost exactly like the first the first goal which he, he oh yeah struck the crossbar, it hit the crossbow yeah. well, aaron I mean, ramsdale got a bad. fingertip to he that did. as well as fucking
2: brilliant
1: it was save, save. to the steal fuck? to steal this uh this uh phrase from uh your, one of your mortal enemies uh brad with crystal palace um he did say he goes hmm richellison's hat trick even the score at one-to-one uh, <laughs> yeah no shit
2: <laughs> No shit. I mean they were offside. Uh the first yeah. two were offside by the length of a bee's dick to use another oh, popular God, reference yes. on this show.
1: I mean then the <laughs> first the first one was an arm so it was like you're like, "Ah, I thought the arm didn't count." But you're like, "Ah." And then the second one, I mean I mean literally it was his toe. It was his toe. Yeah. You're just like toe nail some would say, oh, "Fuck <laughs> off." The the third goal, I didn't scream right away. I just waited. I went, just I waited. waited for it. Yeah. <laughs> is, is he off? Is he well, fucking I off?
2: <laughs> I know Gabrielle was in the middle, and um Richarlison wasn't really his guy. I don't know who was next to him, mm-hmm. but whoever that was was that's the one that was supposed to be marking Richarlison. Yeah. and everybody was just watching the shot.
1: And the only person and Richarlison, who did was, that reacted Richarlison. was Richarlison.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um, but. Uh, and Odegaard's goal was excellent. Uh-huh, absolutely. A great cross from Kieran Tierney. It and was. A wonderful opener, but the game overall was trash.
0: Right, that that, that opening goal, though, it also it I, came from out of nothing. I mean, it really Arsenal really didn't and it, at that point,
1: much. Right, at that point, was against the run of
0: play. Uh, totally,
1: 100%. I would say... Trash on your end. I don't know. I'm not saying that Everton was like world class, but we still had Everton, 60% of the ball and we were crap. Right. Everton had, a, well, <laughs> Everton basically just went, oh, you want to hold the ball and pass it around between Gabrielle and uh, Ben White? Please, by all means, go right the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah. And, but after that second goal got disallowed, you could just tell a switch went off and you were like, oh, Arsenal's now trying to survive. Well, there's all, the pro- the, already time wasting with like sixty minutes in the second half.
2: The wrong switch went off because yeah. it should have served as a fucking warning, and they should have stepped their game up. Mm-hmm. But instead, you all went, "We're knocking on the fucking door here," and Arsenal went into a,
0: a, a shell of themselves. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what changed the game in my mind, which I can't believe I'm actually going to say to say this, but it was the introduction of Andre Gomes, um, who came on and had great possession in the middle th- in the middle of the park. You know was was really smart with the ball and he's been out for what about two months or something like that six mm-hmm. weeks. so him actually coming on and actually providing a connection a link between the back four or even the back two it was it was his assist it was his assist to
1: uh, Damari Gray and it was his holdup in the middle of the field he beat two men to he get open Damari Gray he took a shot that Ben White blocked and it fell to Damari Gray the second
2: goal. The second goal. Yeah, oh, that was the, oh, that was the one that hit the crossbar. That was the one that hit the crossbar. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there were so Gumbass many went-
5: attempts on goal. I get why you were confused. I was driving.
2: <laughs> I had to remember the... I actually watched the, the goal highlights because the highlight package wasn't up yet while uh-huh. I took a shit.
1: Yeah, very good. Yeah, so that's all I've seen of it. I had to mm-hmm. listen to it on XM on the way over here. It, uh, trust me, it's nothing you wanted to see.
0: You you taking a shit was probably more exciting than the actual highlights. For yeah, probably. Song, that mm-hmm. By
1: the way it sounded... Here's here's what I kind of gathered from this game and, and it's actually four for Arteta, this is a great teaching moment because your younger players walked into this game after just losing a couple of tough ones but going, you know what? That's a team on the ropes. We fucking got this. And they just kind of walked in like, yeah. Yeah. And what they didn't realize they was overlooked is, it. and as they had control of the ball the entire first half, they're like, Yeah, we got this. Eh, well, we got this. And then it was and and then little by little the game starts to switch hands, the pressure starts to go on, and then you're they're just all deer in headlights. They're just like they don't know what to do. They just start falling and trying to delay well, they, and, and like they're just trying to do anything this to, to stop what Everton was doing to them.
2: There's the other piece of that, right? Um twelve times a season, <laughs> the youngest average age in the Premier League, right? By single elevens game by game by game, right? The youngest 12-11s that have been put out are Arsenal, mm. which is interesting. Well, especially because
0: Abba is just going to but that's he's how young start. everybody else is. Right, yeah. he's, he's going to drive up everyone else, and yeah. yet you're still coming uh-huh. in,
2: yeah. And that's with Granite Xhaka, you know, starting a, a, a majority, Lacazette playing the last few uh, games. Um, but this is what happens when you have a young team, and it's annoying. It sucks, and it's you know it's one of those things that you just kind of get used to. Is there's going to be inconsistency with younger
1: players? Are kind of going to work the fuck out of them on the training ground oh this yeah, next week? But we've been on
2: such a good run, right? And the United result, it was kind of back and forth, and mm-hmm. the penalty. I don't think really there was any gray area, but there could have been some gray area if you really because he was pulling out of the tackle, mm. right? So, but that's not the point. The the it was a close game against United. We pushed them as you know, very hard and they just eked us out. Now this this result is like coming off the back of that, it should have been a bit more on top of it. And you would have expected if the average age of the squad was twenty six, you know, players that had some a bit more about them, a bit more experience about them, but bit the more world experience, they would have been able to deal with that pressure a little bit better and they didn't.
0: But all know. that but all that being said I mean, Enketia had a wide open header from what four yards out and hit the bar. You know that was I think that was when it was was one one yeah. sometime in like the 80th mm-hmm. minute, and then just at the death, Abba had a great look. He's not and in good form at all. He right is now. Yeah, he, yeah. You can, yeah. You, can yeah. you can tell his me. confidence is also just shot. fucking killing him. Two,
1: two blocks, one from Godfrey, one from uh, Seamus Coleman in the middle of the box oh, yeah. as well. So, uh, Brody. With great pleasure, I'm going to hand you the shot of Malort. I would like you to give that to our good friend, Mr. Samuel
6: Graham.
2: I'll go ahead and grab that from you right now with my middle finger. Okay, got that.
1: Oh,
0: this is going to be the best Malort shot ever.
2: I'm going to tell you the same thing that I wrote on my losing my bet. Down the tough FAs.
1: Down the tough FAs. All mm, right. Mm, 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 mm. Ugh. All right. Well, Mr. Graham, we ah. need to we need to talk about uh, very important things right now. Very, okay. very important things. It's time to get real, real, Graham. I thought we just got real. No, you need to understand. Right here, hundreds of documents. I've stayed up <laughs> all night long reading no, hundreds fuck? of documents. I am doing this for the better of the community and the footballing world. Alright. I am sacrificing myself for you. You just need to understand that, okay? You know what? It's very simple. The chai Combs at the Premier League have been up to this the entire fucking time. They're fully aware of it. In fact, they've even put out documents in the public for people to know. Look at it. Right here. Arsenal and, and Liverpool equal Meanies to Everton. I'm telling you, it's right here. Fucking tons, tons of articles. I read them constantly and I'm constantly up on it. You see, it's very simple. I got this information from Tucker Carlson and I know it to be (laughs) fucking true. I'm just letting you know right now. What the fuck? Farhad Mashiri sells his stake in Arsenal Football Club, but the money is put in an offshore account and with the help of super agent and confidant, Kai, you're botching. They use the Kroenke's money to overspend at Everton. To overspend at Everton and make wild, crazy, terrible signings year after year after year. What has been happening the last few years? Everton's been spending money. Has Arsenal been spending money? No. What happened this year, Sam? Arsenal spent some money. And Everton didn't. Coincidence? I think fucking not. I think Not. It's simple, it's been in our face this whole fucking time, and you haven't noticed it. Fucking sheeple, you're killing me. Now, I have to say, friends, friends, listen, right now, you on Facebook Live. Fucking sheeple. I can't do this alone. I can't do this alone, I have to do it with you. And I'm goner, I'm a goner. I'm already, I'm already dead. They're gonna come get me. They're going to kill me. But we have to keep up the fight. How do we keep up the fight? Going to the DU drip shack buying a shirt, helping pay for patriotism and Bucky freedom. This is what we need, people. It's like a this is...
2: Anonymous video.
1: Now, why, why would Arsenal want to do this, Sam? Why? Why do you think? They want to be the longest standing club in the Premier League. It's the only thing that they can hold on to for the history of the club because the quote invincibles which was a whole nother problem on its own involving the clintons and bill gates to cover up the take the jab agenda that has the (laughs) var chip in it so they can follow us everywhere i'm just telling you that right now and i can't believe you have stood by and allowed this to happen They're coming to get us. It's been clear since the Super League formation of Financial Fair Play. They're coming after Everton. It's what they're doing. It's in the fucking documents. I'm telling you right now. You need to understand. Problem is, is Everton, like the true Patriots they are, won't go away quietly, despite... Dominion, sending out millions of duplicate voter ballots and hoping that they would make the toffees go away quietly, but it didn't work. So Arsenal go to Anfield, get into bed with their enemy. They start a double secret society with Liverpool and a bitter Jurgen Klopp from last season's war crimes against the Dutch Tulip. Moment of silence. Thank you. And... Young men's son, because they want to go after the children, Sam. The fucking children, Sam. The children. And they do this to bring down Everton by putting Rafa in charge. That's what they want to do. I knew this was about the removal Rafa. of Marcel Brands was the last straw, and now it has all come to light. But tonight, the Toffees, freedom fighters, were not to be stopped. We're okay. wise to you and the game of global domination you are trying to play. Melissa, Melissa, get fucking Alex Jones on the phone right now. We're going on InfoWars with this shit. We have to fight tyranny, everybody. We have to fight tyranny.
2: Hey, Mel, have you seen that meme floating around the interwebs in the uh, aluminum foil aisle? People oh, yeah. having, having signs that say free
0: hats in every box. Mm-hmm. Might want to pick one up.
5: Yeah, I'm. I'm. He ran out of music. I mean, it was so intense.
0: You know, it all makes sense now. You know who's a big Everton fan? Ivan Drago. He's a plant. Russian plant. With
1: like a like a weeping willow. (laughs) I don't know what y'all are talking about. What What are y'all talking about?
2: You know, it would really suck. What if I just like morphed into one of the lizard people that was dominating the world? Like right. Right when he got done. I was like, like, and pulled like four kids out of my pocket. Like, how lizard mad people,
1: would you be? Sam, you're mad. What are you talking about lizard people?
4: You're fucking right. crazy. Okay, I Q Shaman. He, so, top of the table I, has
2: I
1: changed three out. times this weekend. Uh, first, it was Chelsea. Then it was <laughs> Liverpool. And then it ended with Manchester City. West Ham, three. Chelsea, two. Liverpool, one. Wolverhampton, nil. Man City, three. Watford, one. Um, What a fucking match West Ham and Chelsea was. I know, and
2: it, if it wasn't the DU Derby, that would have opened the show, obviously. Um, and it, it kind of sucks that we're already about, what, 35 in? Um, so we aren't going to be able to donate as much time to it as we normally would. Uh, but West Ham had less than 40% possession and and just five shots on target from 11 efforts. And really, should have been four shots on target because that last goal was a fucking cross. <laughs> yeah,
4: it definitely was a cross. <laughs> but it was
2: absolutely delightful. Um, it, was, it was brilliant. It was brilliant. It was what a performance. David Moyes actually smiled. It was insane. <laughs> it was it was fucking insane. Afterwards, he was laughing. He was, you know, he was running on the pitch. Like, yes, I've never
1: seen somebody so happy. And seeing old men happy is also just quite sweet, right? That that moment just reminded me of the end of Tombstone where they're like, and Tom White wept like yeah. the very last sentence. Yeah, like, yeah. But it was it was an awesome game. It was all over
2: the place. Mason out with a great fucking finish. Couldn't beat that. Um, Arthur Masuaku obviously with with his goal was was great. The uh, Jared Bowen goal was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. It was not the, the game. It was a brilliant game. Mendy with a couple of fucking mistakes. Oh yeah. Uh, he, well, he's been Mister Fucking Reliable all season. We always say it right. There's everybody's prone to a mistake, and for somebody that's been so reliable, it's one of those
1: where when the mistake happens, it's like amplified. Because right. he never makes one. You know what I mean? Well, what's also going to suck for him too is then he'll go on like another four games of like not giving up any goals and making a couple of great saves, and then he'll make one gaff, and they'll be like, "Oh, oh he's reasonable Balaga." In it's it's like right now Everton, if there's a single header scored on a set piece play, they're going to immediately go. Oh, Tiny Everton's there? No, no, Everton's <laughs> prone to set pieces. They're prone to set pieces, even though the last four fucking games they haven't given up a set piece goal. Yeah. But it just suddenly that narrative comes rushing back. No, yeah, you know? absolutely. And with um <clears throat> with uh with Mendy especially,
2: with with Aretha Balaga on the bench, the most expensive goalkeeper in history, there's always going to be that kind of question over over top of him. You know what I yeah. mean? Be- because of that. But he's been so reliable. <laughs> I don't think anybody's really calling for his head yet. But
1: up Till that point, I think they've only given up four goals from open play all mm-hmm. season, or some shit. You know what's very interesting here for for West Ham, very specifically. Everybody's going to want to say, "Oh, this is Moyes when he was at Everton." No, this is Moyes with a decent offense. Yeah, like that's. I mean, because it I still mean, has Everton that had blue Lukaku, but It has yeah. not under Moyes. Oh, not under Moyes, you're right. Yeah. The first time they did it. Louis Zaha. No, Louis Zaha, Royston Drentha. Hey. He on not have a very good rap career, <laughs> yeah, in Holland. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, it, that's just what it. What it and was. Louis like, Saha was a
2: tremendous striker for Arsenal and uh,
1: Newcastle, and not for Everton. <laughs> you know, and when he was um, not. Um, eating himself off the pitch or injured. What? Uh, the, did he have the, a comfort box? He had. He had the. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> he, he, you know, feed feed the yak and he will score. Only got said about twice a year when he was on yeah. the pitch too. You know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so just you know, and and Cahill, you know, eh, gave me about like five or six, but it was like there was no there was no big dominant goal scorer. And this West Ham team has a lot of people who could put the ball in the back of the net. And it's not just Antonio. He's He's got plenty of people around him that are very capable. They
2: do need a backup striker, though.
1: Oh, gosh, yes. Gosh, they yes. definitely
2: need a backup striker because also when, when Antonio was out, they uh, when he had to quarantine coming back from Jamaica mm-hmm. uh, during the last international break, Jared Bowen in a false nine is not great. No, no, <laughs> not is at all. not what you want to see if you're a West Ham fan. And,
0: and they... All, and remember they won this game without Aaron Cresswell, who's one of their better creative yep. players. Yep. Players
1: at left back. He loves him a left, left back. back. <laughs>
4: he loves him
1: <laughs> a left back. But I mean this squarely now they gain three points on Arsenal for uh right. for, for the um for the Champions League I spot. Thought we were done with this. <laughs> Never done. Not sure. Not sure if uh, necessarily that um United and even though Tottenham's coming up the ranks, Tottenham hasn't beaten anybody convincing yet. No, and their fucking
2: game in hand on us now means we could drop into six.
1: Yeah, so, which is fucking annoying. Yeah, so it's uh, very th- so West Ham, legit real deal, got a shot at Champions League this season. Yeah, for, I don't, I don't yeah. think they're gonna challenge for third, but I think fourth is sitting right there for them to be had. And you're right; they got to they're gonna have to get a backup striker. In in uh, the in January, January window, they have to do something because they're also in every single cup competition too. And, I can't remember how many. Yeah. I
2: can't remember how many it is, but uh, Sebastian Allaire has like sixteen goals in
1: Holland right now. So if ever there was a blueprint, the absolute blueprint of uh, Wolves and Liverpool, this would be it. Wolves hold on, get them all the way to the death, and then Rigi scores his. One game winning goal of the season in his little five minute appearance. Like, it's just like the, the blueprint of Wolves versus. Yeah. Like, if I'm a Wolves supporter, I go, Well, I've seen this happen 15 times. Now, I, <laughs> like, think, I think Bruno
2: Lodge's training uh, regimen for the club needs to be addressed. Mm-hmm. Because from the first half performance, obviously, there's some weaker foot training needed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a few players that fucked up. Oh, wait. None, Wolves none, is having a hard time finishing. Shocker. None worse than Alt Nuri mm-hmm. with his fucking left footed shot that went out for a throw in. Yeah. Pitiful. <laughs> it was his weaker foot. I don't remember if it was his left foot or not, but it was definitely his weaker foot. Um, it was absolute shite. Uh, Connor Cody put his cock on the line. Yeah, he did. He's going to need a comfort box after that. <laughs> uh, after, he, after he blocked um, uh, Diogo Jota, is who it was, that mm-hmm. shot that. Yeah, After he blocked Diogo Jota, uh, his his open goal shot with a with his dick. Um, and then it took, you know, Liverpool did keep pushing. They dominated possession, of course. They, you know, created most of the chances. Oh, well, Liverpool was a better side. Jose saw did well, you know, here and there. There was a couple shaky moments, but ultimately he kept them out. And then it took until the 94th minute, uh, and Salah found Rigi and apparently it's the guy that only scores big goals. Right,
1: and that's it. you know, this sent them to the summit. Yeah, we got his uh, We got his one this year, so that's it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, whenever they now need... knows he can just leave him on the bench because there's not another one in there.
2: No, whenever they need something,
1: <laughs> he shows up. Uh, you know,
2: he scored in the Champions League semifinal, for Christ's sake. Got a yep. goal in the final. Yep. Yep, absolutely. You know, I mean, the, the semifinal goal was at the camp now. Like, mm-hmm. fuck. You know, this can't even get a team. Jurgen Klopp quoted after the game. He said, I really love having him here. He's one of the greatest finishers I've ever seen. Hopefully one day he can find a manager that plays him more than I do. <laughs> the fuck are we supposed to do with that information? What does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? should uh, i move on like, do you want me here i don't understand
1: yeah or i
2: finished so good why
1: don't i play well then maybe i should play a little bit more <laughs> yeah
2: like what the like what are you talking about this is strange man so that a uh, uh, big stoner there i think the hair is starting to creep in that yeah, no. is i think the hair is starting to creep in it's strange man yeah <laughs>
0: it's like tubular man
1: <laughs> what the hell you, you done playing with your hair? Yeah. So uh, their lead at the top lasted all of uh, two hours. Yep. Never in doubt, Watford and City uh, City score almost immediately. And while Watford put up a fight, there was no doubt. No doubt about it. Sam Stradamus. Yep. I said it at
2: halftime. Watford are doing things that give City problems, but they can't do them often enough to really, like, turn the screw here. Mm-hmm. Sure enough, Watford ended up scoring a goal.
1: If you would also like oh, some- Fucking uh, boss. Sam Stradamus as well. Uh, somebody said, absolute trap game for Chelsea. I totally see uh, West Ham winning this 3-3. I mean, 3-2. I said that did on- Did you say uh, the score? Mm-hmm. I said, three, I said 3-2 or it was going to be a 3-3 draw. And i said, have to actually go back and listen. Oh, my God. It would be the <laughs> first time you've ever sound checked yourself ever. That's not true. I used to listen for the like the
2: first five episodes we ever did. I listened to it.
1: <laughs> that's, that's exactly the parameter you want to be listening to. And then I've- Remembered that I hate the sound of my own voice. Yes, you so need, I stopped. You, you should listen to verbal ticks and stuff <laughs> like that. You should, you know. Um, great, what? Great, great, yeah, exactly. <laughs> huh?
2: <laughs> right.
1: uh, 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 um, Bernard is like
2: having a fucking heart attack right now.
1: Bernardo Silver <laughs> still just continuing to be fucking a rock star this season. Yeah, he's awesome. That was some hard hitting analysis he's awesome. right there. Just, he's
2: awesome. You can't beat sh- it. He sh- wanted sh- to sh- leave.
1: Chris Farley. You remember that time you <laughs> scored that goal? That was, that
4: was awesome.
2: awesome. He's great. I mean, he, like he—it's—he wanted to leave in the summer. Nobody could afford him or or wanted to buy him. Something happened where he ended up staying, and he was like, "You know what? I'm just having my best season ever. Fuck that. I'm gonna be the only undroppable in Pep's rotation system." Yeah. Like it, it's been fucking insane. And that what a Maisie run. Me <laughs> looked like a, a a fucking downhill slalomer, mm-hmm. slalomist. Do we have a idea know, of what me. that is? I am, I am slalom not yay! That <laughs> <laughs> yes, slalom yay! I love it.
1: Yeah, and That's I E R at the end there. Yeah, exactly. That's, oh my god! I heard we know one. Um, um uh, ba- <laughs> Bachman, the keeper for Watford, that's had himself. Uh, Bachman, the keeper for Watford, had himself a hell of a game. That's yes, got to be noted. Um, yes, he did. That game could have been a lot worse than three to one big time. Yeah, that could Somebody have been like could have got a hood to real so that could have been seven, eight, one. <laughs> oh, Alan, quick shout shout out. Who do you hear real quick? um With those three teams at the top, who do you fancy to win the title?
0: I still think City's the best team. I mean, yep. even without. Uh, first of all, I, ha- I have to imagine they're going to do something in the January transfer window to bring in a a real number nine. Because even though it's working right now, at some point you just have to imagine you can't keep getting goals out of Silva and. Jesus Foden. Yeah, I mean, at some point, you just need a, a target man up there because yeah. it just, you know, I don't, I just don't know how long they can do it. But I mean, all around, there, it's just so much talent. I mean, the
2: the problem. What I will say to that is that they did invent essentially Pep did the false
1: the false nine, nine
2: yeah. situation, and it they're so well drilled, talented players because City has a. A little fucking money.
5: Well, 100 million less than they did.
2: Fair. They, <clears throat> they it's plug and play. Right. It's just, if you work the system, you will be in a position to score a goal. It's can you do it? And they have the talent. To take those chances and if Sterling doesn't do it, Grealish does. If Grealish doesn't do it, Morris does. If Morris doesn't do it, Silva does. If mm-hmm. Silva doesn't do it, Jesus does. <laughs> if they don't do it, fucking 30,000 uh, year old Fernandinho comes on and fucking oh, does it and picks out the corner. Ruben, anybody Ruben Diaz scores from the out there. Uh, yeah. It's and fucking, also, it, it's just
1: it's unfair. It's fucking unfair. It's what Newcastle wants to be. And don't look now. Don't look now. De Bruyne really hasn't been playing much this season at all. all. Arguably the best player in the world, barely playing. Well, Lionel Messi did just win a a Ballon d'Or, so... Yeah, but Fred also has double his goal total as well. Harry Kane's as well. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, come on, Fred. Rounding out the rest of the league, and oh, so that happened was anything but oh so. Uh, Newcastle one, Burnley nil, Southampton one, Brighton one, Leeds two, Brentford two, Man United one, Palace one, Spurs, uh, uh, yeah. uh, Spurs three, Norwich nil, Aston Villa two, Palace nil. Palace nil. I said I'm sorry. Man U one, Palace nil. My apologies. Oh good. Spurs three, Norwich nil, Aston Villa two lester one i don't want ray to invade your taint and start stabbing away yeah exactly (laughs) now i got protection down there taylor's got me covered (laughs) he'll he'll he'll, he'll, he'll take care of it we got that shit covered (laughs) Hey, Sam, if somebody wanted to find out the story of my taint, how would they oh
4: do that? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Patreon.com backslash to football show, where you just pay Sam five hard American dollars, and you can go back and listen to
4: uh,
2: where we talked about
1: his taint <laughs> I, I, <laughs> and how Taylor lives there. I love the fact that I just threw you a pitch that you didn't want to make. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Um, especially not after this afternoon.
5: By the way, Sam. Yes. Uh, uh, by the way, Sam, in the comments, mm-hmm. Tim appreciated your entire rant was pretty much just a cheap plug for the Deuter jacket.
1: Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> he gets it. It's Jonesian, man. You got you got to be a professional, man. I mean, I need I love- a truth is out there shirt. I need a fucking you know. <laughs> and then Ar- then while Ar- you're Ar- wearing it, pitch darkest <laughs> tuna. <Yeah>.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Would not be surprised if maybe producer Mel came up with a shirt by the weekend. Yeah,
1: maybe maybe you need power formula B that will uh take care of, you know, all your uh, your your mind and makes you more focused and hyper laser active and I ready mean, to rock and roll. Like
2: it's it's like Richard Key's type shit, isn't it? Yeah.
5: <laughs> Are you gonna sell DU vitamins?
2: Yeah. Well, you no, know. no. <laughs> no. I'm not getting involved in that game. I sold drugs once. <laughs> Not good. Not good. I'm from PG County. All of us do it. It's a rite of passage.
1: Not good. I'm from PG County. I didn't. Yeah, you did. No, you I'm been never- a booze salesman for the better part of your life. <laughs> yeah, illegal drugs
4: though.
1: At <laughs> one time they were. All, All right. right. Newcastle finally on the board. Yeah. Uh, that what a what a weird game.
2: It was yeah. actually quite shit. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> really terrible. Shitty teams. I mean, two really crappy teams. Yeah, but you now. Th- that being said, Eddie Howe, you can now. We said the same thing about Norwich. Said the same thing about Villa to an extent, um, where they things kind of became stale mm-hmm. under their managers, and they didn't really have a purpose. They didn't have a like a system, like a proper system, right anymore. Right. And installing these new is why you fire a coach and bring someone else in, mm-hmm. you now have – you can see they're starting to take shape, right? Watford is a great example. <laughs> they we're fucking at sixes and sevens for the entire beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. And then Ranieri comes in. It took him 180 minutes, right, to – then you can go, oh, they didn't do that before. They never played that formation. They mm-hmm. didn't play – oh, that guy, who's that guy? Never seen him before. They have a, a real proper manager now, and they're actually giving people games. They look dangerous from time to time. Are they very good? No.
1: That comes down, in my opinion, to the skill of the players. Right. Uh, and, you and, you, and you saw that situation. in New- You New definitely Castle saw situation. that in Newcastle yeah. today, this, this weekend with Eddie Howe. It was like, oh, they're...
2: That's what they're trying to do. You can see, oh, look, they worked on their shape mm-hmm. in training this week. Yep, we talked about that with Palace earlier in the season. Oh
1: look, they worked on not being so old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Newcastle finally getting on the board is—I uh, mean, you hate to say it so early, but it's—it's it's the nail in the coffin already for Norwich. Norwich is ten goals behind in goal difference to Newcastle at nineteenth. Yeah, twenty-three minus twenty-three to minus thirteen. It's try, its going to be really hard to to make up, especially with Josh Stargent mm. in front. Not putting in anything, just missing sitters. Because gingers don't have souls. <laughs> <laughs> I look straight down the barrel for that. Who's no. who's who's Jonesy now over there, huh, Killer? What? Yeah, exactly. I mean, he <laughs>
5: knows. He knows my sister. He knows it's true.
1: Mm-hmm, yeah, true. exactly. <laughs> now I know it is a fair statement. <laughs> uh. Now, are we supposed to start being worried about Burnley? Because when we just talked about goal differential, there they're only at minus seven. So no, they're not. Why giving should we worry about
2: Burnley? Their coach doesn't get cold,
4: <laughs> apparently. So
1: they're going to be fine. He's earthworms, yeah. great source of protein. It's going to be great. And I've also heard he's an exceptional, exceptional player at looky like game. Yeah, and if you don't know what that is, you just hit him with a wet fish or <laughs> exactly. whatever the fuck that was.
2: Yes. <laughs> it, it, it. Do I worry for Burnley? No. Have other teams fallen into that we're too big to go down or we'll always get through it? Well, if you look at Coventry in the 90s, if you look at Leeds, if you look at like how many teams have done that, mm-hmm. you know, have gone, oh, we're too big to go down, or, you know, we always pull it out. We always figure it out. Like, how how do you, you know, you can't get people out of that mentality because all you have to go on is history.
0: But mm-hmm. here's, here's the problem with Burnley as I see it this year is that the hallmark of a Sean Dice team has always been defense, the back line. I look, they. I'm shocked. They Just only say it have wasn't two. Hats. They only have two clean sheets this year, which is surprising. I mean, Pope is a good keeper. He was responsible for the uh, for the goal against uh, the mm-hmm. Cal Wilson goal against uh, by Newcastle. Uh, and I mean, uh, he he spilled a. I mean, you well, know, he cluttered into the player. Th- but I don't
2: really think that's anyone's fault necessarily. I mean he came down on top of another player.
0: Should he have done better? Sure. Yeah. But, I mean... And Callum Wilson, in fairness, still had plenty to a do. fantastic strike. Hot yeah. and hard over the it, back line. Yep. Hot and
2: hard over the back yep. line. That's, <laughs> hey, that's where I'd like to be when I'm <laughs> done in the comfort box. But you but go to the, hot and hard. <laughs>
0: the bigger problem, <laughs> I would say the bigger problem with Burnley right now is in that game, they lost Max Cornet. Yeah. I don't know how long he's going to be out for, but he... He's been really good since he's uh, come on, and
2: that's true. And where do where do the goals come from for Burnley? Really, right, Chris, Chris, Chris
0: Wood hasn't been doing. Hasn't been scoring shit. J Rodriguez can't Max go the Cornet. pitch. It's
2: been yeah. Max Cornet, hundred percent. Who it's been, and it only scores amazing goals.
1: Yeah, really amazing goals. Too yeah, fantastic that. goals. The, the, the likes that the Midlands have never seen. All right, we have given this game a more than enough. Let's get into the others because we got to get them all done. Yeah, give Newcastle our first one. We give them yeah. enough shit. But they um, deserve to be credited. Yeah. Another flat-out escape from uh, from Brighton again. A game that they deserve to lose, and at the death, somehow, Neil Lespe scores a goal.
2: After he fucked up again.
1: He, yeah, a bunch. Uh, earlier, yep. Um, Southampton so, was the better side. Southampton should have won this match. Yeah, they really, were, they really were.
2: Sanchez. Sanchez did have himself a, yeah. a hell of a game as well, though. Yeah. Uh, made a couple of really good saves. So did McCarthy, uh, in, in, in fairness. Um, it was not the prettiest of games. And apparently, uh, there's some controversy within the Southampton camp and now with Ralph Hasenhutl. Really? Because what is he that? came out in the press and he said uh, that McCarthy should have done better. Blah, 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 blah. McCarthy was like, my leg was hurt. And like he, why he wasn't taking goal kicks for the last 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. So shouldn't you have walked off the field like requested to be substituted? Right. Shouldn't the manager have substituted you? And Hoodle just threw him under the bus in the press. It's yeah, like, that's not good. What are you guys doing here? If he if his hamstring's fucked, you need to get him off the field. Like yeah. Isn't that just kind of coaching 101 if your player is unable to continue? Because um, he was having, was it James Ward-Prowse or somebody taking goal kicks for him? Or Bendereck, mm-hmm. someone yeah. was taking goal kicks for him. Yep. It's like, that's not a good sign. No, no not at all. How does the, your backup feel? Sitting mm-hmm. on a bench and you don't g- Yeah. <laughs> he only has one leg. I want him to stay on rather than put you, who's fully he's fit. He's just in. better than you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it
4: should
2: yeah. be. Yeah. So like, I don't know who was uh, on the bench for this game, but yes, yeah. normally, yes. He's a good Premier League proven starter. So. Yeah. Except for when he gave up nine goals. <laughs> he's a good Scottish
1: Premier League Twice. proven starter.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's a unit as well, though. He's like 6'6 six, hmm. six or some shit. Um, Moving on to Leeds and uh, Brentford. Legitimately, 10 bad minutes from Leeds, just 10 bad minutes, almost lost them this fucking match. Yeah. Because they owned it op- at the start. They were on fire, and then 10 shit minutes, they find themselves down 2-1, to one, and then they own the rest of the fucking match. And, you know, thank goodness, Bamford's back for them, and Bamford scored. I think this game had another goal that wasn't
2: meant to be scored yeah <laughs> i think it was another ac- uh, happy accident <laughs> what was that bob ross and that his name yeah yes They're just ha- happy, little accidents. happy little accident Is there a ha- happy little accident. happy little tree. yeah happy little goals here okay on the d football show <laughs> uh shannon baptiste uh was the, the yep. score of that one here um but yeah, I mean, It was a fairly even game. Another kind of ugly affair a bit of rotation uh, again. <laughs> this is the time of year where the football isn't necessarily the best because the games come thick and fast and players get changed out. Right. Um, the big positive for Leeds in this game, though, is Patrick Bamford did make his return mm-hmm. uh, after playing a couple times for the U23s to get up to, to fitness. And when he came in, he, he looked pretty sharp and, uh, and got on the score sheet. So you can't really knock that uh, necessarily, mm-hmm. but – Leeds are going to have to start putting games away um, if they're going to to not get sucked into
1: this relegation battle. So remember when um, when Leeds came up, <clears throat> uh, the other half of Bro Geckel, uh, Mr. Uh, Geckel, had come on the show to talk about Leeds, and it said, Bamford's frustrating because he doesn't score goals, but he does all the thankless work up top. And you don't notice how important he is to that Leeds side until you have seen this year, where he's just not there, because him coming up to the Premier League and scoring fourteen goals isn't what he does. He normally misses a bunch of chances, but he does all the thankless work. And you start to notice, oh, good hold up play, great passing to the wings. Like Which is just... also quite strange because he's quite posh. Yeah, yeah, he went to a private school. So just very interesting, Alan. You were about to say something.
0: Yeah, well, I, I was just gonna say by the, I mean Leeds has has had, I think two or three results this year where they've either drawn at the death. Or gotten... Or won at
2: the yeah. death. Yeah, that was one of the other... Last week was a penalty in the 93rd. Yeah, minute yeah. so they're play. on
0: 16... I mean, they're on 16 points, and they have their next four, I looked this up, at Chelsea, at City, home to Arsenal, at Liverpool. Ouch. There's three, there's three points in there somewhere. By Boxing <laughs> Day? Yeah.
1: I, Probably against you. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> that was the joke. Yeah. Thanks, <laughs> man. By Boxing Day, yikes.
1: <laughs> Dick. You had to Ta- say it out loud. Hey, Taylor's watching. Sometimes you need to talk very clear and concisely to the camera, so you. Under, or I'm sorry, talk clear and concisely <laughs> you know. to the taint. <laughs> so yeah, that's all. I like to see you get down there and do that again. That was <laughs> pretty humorous. Yeah, that's uh, your abs. That that schedule is a murderer's row coming up. Ooh, yeah, it really is ugly. And, yeah. Um, you know what? United finally looked like. Uh, still dog shit? Urgent. There was actual, like, urgency to their play, trying to push the action, not just the walk on the field, where Manchester United suck our dicks and allow us to fucking beat you what? kind of attitude that they had the entire time under Ole. Like, this just... Well, there was this nostalgia factor with Ole. It was like, we want it to be the Manchester United
2: of old. This is the Manchester United way and all this kind of bullshit. It was like... Yeah. Get fucked because it's different players. It's people that don't care. There's no system. You're not a good coach. Shut the fuck up. And he wouldn't even park in Sir Alex Ferguson's parking spot. Like, fuck out of here with all that bullshit. If anything, drive over the sign that says, this is Sir Alex's parking spot and walk in, put your bollocks on a fucking table and say, this is my goddamn club now. Respect me. Yeah. And he never did because he's a fucking gym teacher. Anyway, (laughs) Fred. Norwegian gym
0: teacher.
1: Fred. Yeah. What the fuck? <clears throat> I I said it and I went through and started looking on Twitter. I said cue and q, q all the uh Manchester United supporters dropping to their knees in three, two, one and like oh, we love Fred. I'm like, I I have photographic proof that just a day ago you wanted him to die and he was the antichrist and he is why your team is failing. Yeah. <laughs> I have,
2: photographic I have proof. <laughs> yeah. Well you you know at you know Fred at Mount Airy. Yeah. Why is it that everyone named Fred is kind of a hapless cunt? <laughs> Super nice people. You like seeing them happy. You want to talk to them. You want to be friends with them. But they're just kind of hapless and in their own little world. Um, that's all the I know. that's Fred. That's footballer Fred. Also that Fred that I know. But it, it's uh, somebody, there's it a meme circulating was probably about the last 10 days or so where Fred was getting a note from the bench and he turned right. around, had this giant smile on his face <laughs> and then it had a, a zoom in on the note and it was very obviously fucked with, but it said don't shoot again ever, <laughs> 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 which is very funny. And,
0: this was, this is, and that goal
2: was with his off foot. It was oh yeah. And somebody else said, one of the other pundits I listened to on a different podcast said, Said that somebody should have tomorrow morning. Today should have uh in in uh Ragnick's, uh dossier for the morning, like his morning briefing thing. Mm-hmm. Should have Fred doesn't do this every weekend, <laughs> just
4: like as a
1: just full page ad <laughs> in front of the dossier, so he doesn't get too excited about it. So one <laughs> thing that we ha- do have to forgive uh, Thor Ragnarok for is the <laughs> fact that Vieira went old school Viera, Premier League. Yeah football on him he I'm went tried to rough it up I'm winning the first 20 minutes you're not scoring yeah then I'm gonna win the next 20 minutes and then I'm gonna escape the half and then I'm gonna come out and I'm gonna win the next 20 20- and and Crystal Palace executed it perfectly and it took a fucking worldie to lose like
2: well Palace part of the problem and- I think though was they didn't use Zaha particularly well no they had Dallow who hasn't played a lot of football at all they had Lindelof who has very obvious mistakes in his game, very very obvious shortcomings and they have one of the better wingers in the Premier League running at both of those players on that side of the field and they did not
1: let him loose at all. Uh one would debate that their probably greatest problem was that they allowed Jordan Ayew on the field so he could be inside the 6 to miss an absolute yeah, sitter no that then turned around and was Fred scores the goal right after that.
2: It's fucking pitiful. <laughs> Jordan, I use a fucking pitiful (laughs) footballer. Yeah. um, I can do a better job than that. I'll tell you what next week. In the current form I'm in. Yeah.
1: I could do a better job than that. Yeah. The, the, I'm saying something because you ain't in your, you ain't in your best form there, killer. That's what I'm saying. That's (laughs) my point. He sucks. Uh-huh. Jordan Iu sucks that's what I also said at the, the, the start of that segment when I talked about that was your greatest mistake was letting Jordan Iu be he's on so the bad. inside the so he's team.
2: worse than Fred I'd rather have Fred in my team than Jordan Ayo <laughs> <IU. laughs> <laughs> well clearly because Fred fucking scored and
1: Iu didn't and Fred scored from a tricky Fred angle Fred has more league goals than Lionel Messi and Harry Kane oh um go okay. oh. what world are we living in <laughs> so uh go figure uh, Spurs are in sixth place fuck Spurs all of a sudden, now now one could say the toughest competition they faced was a nil-nil draw against a completely depleted Everton. That was their toughest competition they've probably faced since Conte's come on.
2: Yeah, so, since Conte's been there, yeah. Because remember, they got a one nil win at City the first
1: right. game of the season. No, no, I'm talking about Conte's. Yeah, since, since Conte's been there, absolutely. So I'm more interested to see what they do when they play somebody decent. But that
0: said, Lucas Mora, do you see that first goal mm-hmm. that Maisie run
1: It was
2: that was uh what's his name? who was the other Maisie run Harvey Barnes that was harvey Barnes esque mm-hmm. that goal, <laughs> not Sask, don't worry, you have time to practice that one
1: it was uh. <laughs> I have I have time to practice excuses why Harry Barnes was on my bench. The Canaries the Canaries had almost sixty percent of the ball.
2: Yeah. So Conte just kind of went, You guys suck. <coughs> Sit back and we'll hit him
1: on the counter. Dare you. <laughs> I dare you, Dino. Yeah. Go for it. I fucking I double dog dare you. Go ahead. But from all of that possession, they only managed one shot on
2: target, Norwich. Um and then Davison Sanchez scored a goal. Yeah even rarer than a fred goal <laughs> yeah. uh which is pretty weird uh, and then son uh had very very quick feet obviously um uh and took care uh took care of that finish after a little he uh, we little
1: shimmy rumor is he only scored that because he has a blood pack oath with the uh, uh holy trinity
0: of uh death uh, it's just something i heard maybe earlier tonight ben uh, davies and ben davies had two assists guess who picked him up in fantasy last week ah
1: Boom. You know what we call that? Waiver wire trash. No, that is some QAnon bullshit,
2: though, because Ben Davies has done fuck all all season. (laughs)
1: Really, since he's, like, come into the Spurs first team, he's done fuck all. All right, so here's where we mute Brody. He's the lizard. And unmute producer Mel.
5: Fuck yeah.
1: Somebody Uh is
5: fucking a lot
1: right now, aren't they? Oh,
5: my God. They have passion in their pants, and they're not afraid to show it. Uh, crazy Billings fucking game, wasn't it? it?
1: Can I
2: quickly just enhance the Liverpool QAnon shit real quick? hmm please. Did you see the amount of cocksucking that NBC Sports did for Steven Gerrard meeting Brendan Rodgers for the first time since the Scottish Premiership and only the second the
1: third time since Brendan Rodgers managed... Mm-hmm. That slipping thug. I mean, it's it's almost it's almost as much as they talked about Virgil Van Dyke returning to Goodison Park last week. I want to know how much, how much the
2: Henrys and Fenway Sports Group have a stake in NBC. Oh, just wait. It's two. to that point because the other half of NBC is owned by the Pittsburgh Penguins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anytime NBC has the coverage of the Caps-Penguins game, it's just like a fucking penguin cockfest all over the face. <laughs> just
5: wait till next week when we play Liverpool.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's on,
5: on, USA,
1: on USA, who apparently January 2022 is making a big change with sports, which I assume means... NBC Sports is getting gobbled up by USA and USA is changing formats potentially. Well, that's
2: also going to piss me off because I love my hungover Sunday SVU marathon. So, I got a p- big problem with that. Yeah. Guy. I
1: mean, d- d- daddy likes 10 hours of fucking Olivia Benson, you
5: know? Yeah. Come on. You know there's a streaming service for that.
1: I need I need my I need iced tea directly in my veins. I need I need I don't need to loading. I don't need right fucking here, man. Right fucking here. Yeah.
2: And then right after listen to Cop
1: Killer. Now, now, Maloney. Maloney. Day. Ironically, I want to see him doing crazy shit like Happy and all that <laughs> stuff. Well, although him in organized crime, it's it's, it it's pretty good. It, yeah, it's uh, pretty fucking good. It hits all good. the nostalgia it, buttons. It hits all the buttons you want, especially especially now because they have all the Law and Order cops. We like, he's a renegade. He's a risky You're like, <laughs> yeah. you're like, yeah, yes, please. Is. Yes, please. <laughs> This is
2: actually, um, we're doing this game a disservice because it was one of the better games of the It weekend. was
5: such a good game.
1: This game would have been first segment if it wasn't for uh, the DU rugby. Yeah. yeah, it would have been this and West Ham. Yeah, no doubt about 100%. it. 100%. No doubt about it. They were incredible. Um, Let's talk about fucking Casper Schmeichel, what that little cunt. fucking bitch. Mel doesn't use cunt very
2: often.
3: <laughs> no.
1: But when she does... It cuts. Jeez. It's powerful. It it's
2: cuts powerful. deep.
5: You mean him on his knees? Oh my hand! He kicked my hand, my yeah. fingers, and then later he's like, "I'm cool."
2: Now that probably did hurt. What do I want? Your <laughs> I've thought about this immediately, and I I didn't ask you on the phone this weekend because I wanted to hear it on the show, mm-hmm. and I wanted an honest reaction out of myself. Was that a goal? Should Jacob Ramsey's goal have stood? One hundred percent, yes. Yes, he did not have. He did not have.
5: Tim Howard said much. Howard even did it. I liked Um, Tim Howard said. Apparently, it wasn't a goal. Which the rule is, and by the still shot, it looked. It, it, it looked like it should have been called back. Because VAR his
1: wants, were on it. lets you see what you want to see. That's, Everything looks worse, quote unquote. Exactly. Yeah. Do on a, a replay. St- you do a still frame, it looks like his hand is pushing the ball on the Technically,
5: ground. Technically, yeah. the keeper, even though Casper did not have control of that, the keeper has control of the ball if his hand or fingers are between that and a surface like the ground,
3: except
5: when it's a rebound, which it was off of him.
1: Yeah, he had just well, made th- a save, yeah. and then it's a rebound, so that becomes null and void. And yep. I say, if Ramsey doesn't kick that ball, does that ball stay underneath his hand? Fuck no, it no. doesn't. It slides out from underneath mm-hmm. his hand. He never had control of that ball at never. all. It was absolutely a goal, mm-hmm. yeah. and that is that is coming from a keeper. No, that's not a. That is not it. That is a fifty-fifty ball.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: I tend to agree. <clears throat> yeah, Harvey Barnes' goal was awesome. Get that out of the way. Yeah. Fantastic. Maisy little run. It was. But Emmy Martinez had a very Aaron Ramsdale-esque save. Oh, <laughs> that Fuck. Emmy With the, the header His that game. was behind him, mm-hmm. and he tapped it up over the bar. It was like he was channeling a mix of Aaron Ramsdale and Willie Mays all in one. So <sighs>
5: Smokey's texting me during the game because I, I couldn't talk uh, in the DU group because uh, producer Mel is in Facebook jail. Uh, so Smokey and I were texting, and he was just like, "Elgato." I was like, "Yeah, he's back in form." It's
2: fucking nuts. Fucking I was surprised way. he didn't get up to a hump. Yeah, the
5: <laughs> the cameras no. didn't just show that. Now, I'm sure also, sorry,
1: did yeah? Sure <laughs> no, no, he actually he got up from doing it, walked around, and just took like a big slug of water. Like, yeah, I'm the motherfucker. That's me. Yeah, while he's now, doing
5: it, his hips are swiveling. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> um, it's a Now, tick, also, yes. if you don't if you don't mind me uh, entertaining this real quick, also as a keeper. Making that save, the over your back, going backwards, flick it over the post save. I didn't get to do that often, but I did it a few times. And that save, everything slows down. Because you're in the air, and you're just like, you're either going to get it or you're not, right? So either it's going to be horrible because you're just going to slowly watch it go over your hand and into the back of the net. Or you get it, and you hit it, and as it's going over top of the bar, I swear to you, in my head, every time it's happened, I'm like, that was sexy as fuck. <laughs> and, then, and then it hurts like hell because there is nowhere to land. It is no. right Back. on your fucking spine. Yeah. Like, yeah. like you're gonna lose your breath. It's gonna hurt like a motherfucker. But when you make that save, like you feel like you're floating in air. Like you're almost rising. Like you're like you're ascending to the heaven when you fucking make one of those saves. It is man
2: that online ordaining ship
1: really changed him. You know that. Oh.
5: Reverend Reverend Woke Sam over there.
1: Yeah, hey, I am I am Reverend Sam, the spiritual advisor. Sure money. Just gotta find
2: my notes here. There we go. Sure money. This is the segment where we make surefire bets to help (laughs) inform you (laughs) Uh, on your picks, and uh, and hopefully you use them and spend your hard-earned money making money. Uh, based on us um, doing the exact opposite of what we do, I lost again. Uh, how did you lose? Because my boys let me down. I'm now down four hundred sixteen dollars. Mm.
0: When you say your boys, can you clarify? When you say your boys, can you clarify who your boys are and who they lost to? No. No. Uh,
1: yeah. Uh, well, uh, c- good thing that there's two hosts <laughs> on the show. I can let you know exactly who they was. Off. Well, Brody, that was Arsenal Football Club. Lost to Everton Football Club today. Two to one. They had a one nothing lead and then two unanswered.
5: I thought y'all lost the they lost the last time they played you.
1: They did. And you know what they did the time before that? They also (laughs) lost to us. It's nice doing three having Graham do three shots in a row and me not have to do one in the DU Derby.
2: How, how'd you do, sir?
1: Oh, I did shit, because I picked a fucking uh, a wackadoodle bet. I picked uh, Palace to beat United, which, of course, was going to go wrong. And I said, fuck me, I can't catch a break, which is absolutely true, because it took a Fred fucking worldie to beat for me to lose my bet. Well, they, they wouldn't have scored, so I you fucked me as well. Anywho, <laughs> um, I'm considering giving up betting altogether. I'm might, pretty much done with it. You might want to get checked.
3: Big Sam's luck of the Week.
1: Sometimes it's a nice easy number, Sam, because 12.5% of the time, it works. Guess what? 100% <laughs> of the fucking time, baby. Um,
5: yeah, first number's getting smaller.
1: This week. This week, Sam. As are a lot of things.
5: <laughs> Not as ego.
1: To quote Costanza,
5: <laughs> there's shrinkage!
1: <laughs> um, it is cold outside. <laughs> this week, I'm going to take the over 3.5 goals in Southampton and Arsenal. So, Sam, make sure you win 4 nothing, or you win 3-1 to or lose 3-1. to I don't fucking care. Just make sure there's four fucking goals. And if that hits, I will make... Uh, I didn't even fucking put it down. I want to say it was plus 200. So, I'll have to double check. I didn't even type down the uh, odds. I got nice. all that excited well, about it. Let me
2: know from when I make this uh, uh, Instagram post and uh, I'll make sure we put it out there.
0: Okay. Excellent. Four goals. Did you watch Arsenal today? <laughs> it's not often that he gets
2: the chance, so
5: let him I mean, take digs. Three at me times in a row, they've had the chance.
2: All right, a different con on the phone.
5: And now it's
1: time for our degenerate gambling friend Pat's pick of the week. He's hey, on the phone laughing real, at you. Real, real quick, real quick, I just got to jump in What's here. What's going on here? Yeah, uh, well, p- p- Pat, here's the most important thing. How good is it going to feel to get a nice? crisp one dollar bill from one mr sam graham i'm
6: i'm gonna i might i might frame it
1: i would <laughs> definitely frame it have him sign it have him sign it you're a
2: cunt <laughs> sam graham
1: <laughs> i am gonna do that
2: actually that's not a bad idea but i'm not gonna uh, use sharpie so it eventually bleeds
6: yeah mm-hmm. i wasn't worried at all i mean there was no worry or concern in that game at all right
2: yeah right <laughs> hey so uh how'd you fare over the weekend my friend
6: Unfortunately, Liverpool fucked the first game of the weekend, so my parlay was dead Saturday morning, you know. But I hit the other two bets, but whatever, you know. Fuck it.
2: Doesn't mean Doesn't anything.
6: Happen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
2: I was three out of four going into today, and I
1: had the lead.
6: Oh, jeez. I, f- I
1: feel your pain.
2: Hey, oh, jeez.
6: Pat, Pat.
1: Yeah. But well, down-
6: anyway, I Mi- mean, I'm happy.
1: Missing a bet means nothing when you have a new fresh clean one dollar bill i'm gonna wipe my fucking ass with coming from one mr samuel graham i mean that's Mm. just got to be i mean as as a professional better i mean that has to be like the highlight of your career right
6: uh it's up there it's on the mount rushmore
2: (laughs) (laughs) all right so what do you got this week
6: all right. Well, I'm back down to a hundred uh, minus a hundred dollars, and uh, this week I'm just going to do a two-game parlay. I'm going to do major favorites here, so I'll risk a hundred and twenty dollars on United over Norwich at minus two hundred five, and Liverpool over Aston Villa at minus four thirty. That will pay out an amazing hundred dollars. That's uh, a bad so, bet. That's okay.
4: <laughs> that's just a
6: win. All right. So, well, we'll <laughs> see. Um, I just want to kind of get close to hopefully to seeing in the black uh, for the new year.
1: Well, unlike the two of us, you're much closer to that than we are.
6: Yeah. 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 I mean, there wasn't really on the board, anything on the board this uh, week that, you know, I, I mean, I, I could have taken Norwich over at Liverpool, like what, plus 2,000 or something, just yeah. thrown money into the fucking Atlantic Ocean, but whatever. Yeah, none of that no. did me
1: very well when I tried to pick, like, super, super huge underdogs as well. That didn't work out so
6: well. Yeah. So. Now, Palace, I just Palace to be City. Point, maybe there's something on the board more interesting next weekend because it's the last games of the year, right? I think next weekend?
1: <laughs> oh, no, there'll be games. There'll be uh, two two sets of games. Uh, this week will just be the weekend, and the following week there'll be two sets of games, then one sets of games, and then another two sets of games. So yeah, there's okay. there's between trip, now, right. yeah, between now and because there's also there's Caribou Cup games, and then right after the New Year ends, the very first weekend in January is the FA Cup. Yeah, best so, weekend in football. So they play the Wednesday, the Tuesday, Wednesday before, and the Tuesday, Wednesday after. So you're gonna get a pretty much if you turn on the TV at three o'clock in the afternoon for NBC Sports there will be some type of footy on for the most part over the next christ month and a month and a half almost it yeah. seems yeah
6: it's gonna be good okay yeah. um, i must have misread the schedule i mean i'm on cbs sports app is what i usually check and it only has yeah, the schedule going to uh next weekend or something i thought oh, it was okay. weird too yep. after, yeah. four,
2: after four years you wouldn't just download the Premier league
6: app. oh uh, wow well, well. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I like CBS Sports. Well, whatever. We can get into that another
2: time. <laughs> All right, bro. I appreciate it as always. Thank you very much, my friend.
6: <laughs> All right. Have a good one. <laughs>
2: you too, bud. I'll talk to you.
6: Yeah. All
2: right. I forgot to ask you, though, what your Cup of Losers was. I said I can't catch a break. Oh, is that what it was? All right. I, again, as I told you before, down the tough FAs.
1: Yeah, down the tough FAs.
2: And why Why down the tough FAs, Because Sam? you handed me Malort. Uh-huh. You get to put it into the door spire
1: cup of losers there, Mr. Brody. Thank
2: how, you very how much. How good just
1: how good does that feel, Mr. Brody? And you uh Mel you need to unmute him for this. This is things we need to hear.
0: It feels like magic. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh,
2: brilliant. Oh, All right, man. what do you got, Graham? I think there's a comfort box rival for title. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, so I've done a three-way parlay here. Go back to my comfort box. And it's Arsenal over Southampton, Brentford over Watford, and United over Norwich at plus 409. And being down 416, I will be
1: just down five whole bucks. You you fell victim to what uh, Pat was saying, which was he was saying Norwich. Dominic will remind you, it's That's Norwich. Norwich. <laughs> That's right, it's Norwich. Yeah. There, it is not a sandwich. Or Mel, what?
5: Notch.
1: Yeah, Yeah, Notch. I prefer that one. (laughs) Yeah, I heard. All right, well,
5: I I mean, uh,
1: fair segment, you know. But what makes everything better? Alan, what makes everything better? A chicken.
5: Well, Kitty hit her draw at the death and is now over 500 at seven and six. West Ham, traveling to Burnley... Oh, I'm reading it exactly as you wrote it. Oh, uh, okay. I gave her West Ham traveling to Burnley, and Kitty quickly showed me an old ticket stub to the original 930 Club, and she went to a Billy Bragg show. Ah,
1: good old Billy Bragg, old punk folk icon.
5: And along with that photo of her and a very young Dave Growl.
1: Growl. Grohl. I know I was huh. just
5: fucking with you on that one yeah apparently
1: former DC resident
5: I know Dave Grohl I'm very familiar apparently uh you know Dave Grohl and I back in the day uh meet Kitty and Dave when I, you know this whole thing apparently <sighs> he and Kitty were very close friends we were headed out to Seattle to rock stardom and well Billy and Dave both love them some iron so Kitty is picking them to beat Burnley
1: sound bet she's the only one that's over 500. You know, actually pick a fucking yeah. game. Makes sense.
5: I don't know why you guys don't listen to the chicken. I should
1: totally listen to her betting
5: advice. Yeah. You know what else you should listen to? What else? Always gamble, legally and responsibly. Championship Corner! I've fallen, and I can't get up. Oh, no!
2: I also just got uh, procured two tickets to the Foo Fighters concert.
1: Oh, good for you.
2: Oh, yeah. when are we going? May 16th.
5: May 16th. I'll clear my schedule It's a Monday. That. We can't. Oh, you and I can. Sam can Coming have somebody else Coming up to the end in? of
2: the season. I only bought them as a backup for Carly. She wanted pit tickets, and they went on sale 10 a.m. Friday, and I was in one of my store's parking lots fucking refreshing the goddamn Ticketmaster on my phone. And I bought them as a backup, and then she found one, uh-huh. and they got another one for a friend Kim. They go to shows a lot. Uh, aftermarket for an extra hundred bucks, and then they just added the combined cost and split it's that. No big
5: deal. You and I'll go. Sam will pull somebody else in, like Alan and Russ will lose the show.
2: <laughs> Fair. <laughs> that happened. Yeah, I'm. I'm just gonna sell. Honestly, I'm just gonna sell the tickets for a profit, and she'll go to the show for free. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah, good call. Allegedly. That's fine. Um, <laughs> I don't care. I'm doing it. Come get me. Uh, Fulham and Bournemouth ended all square at one-one. Okay. Pretty good game, uh, from what I saw. West Brom got back on track with a 2-0 win. Blackburn uh, capped a 1-0 win um, against Preston North. And Sheffield United beat the Bluebirds 3-2, and Stoke worked QPR in a 2-0 win. Uh, Fulham and Bournemouth occupy the automatic promotion places, while West Brom, Blackburn, and QPR and Stoke, (laughs) I don't know why there was a second and in there uh, round out the playoff places at this point in time Coventry just falling out uh, of those playoff
1: places but still in with a shout you're looking at those four playoff places you're like no none of them please for the love of God do not have yeah. Stoke come back we no do shit. not need a cold rainy Wednesday night in Stoke. Stoke again we uh, do not ever need to have no that one again. needs that shit
2: but um, I, I wouldn't mind seeing Coventry back up uh, I wouldn't mind seeing Blackburn back up to be honest with you after they got bought by a bunch of uh, chicken company. Mm-hmm. Um, QPR kind of be fun, I guess, to have back in the league, but we've been there, done that. Yeah. Kind of meh.
1: They come up, they go right back down.
2: Yeah. So, I don't know, but West Brom have kind of fallen off in recent weeks. They're, I think, a full six points back from second spot now. So, that's I, trouble.
1: I could say the following. If QPR came up, I would want QPR to come up if Brentford stayed up and Fulham came up with them. Because then you have all... Four th- teams in West London? The, well, particularly those three, because they all know they're not Chelsea, right? But those three all fucking hate each other. Does Fulham really <laughs> hate anyone? Yeah, okay, no, their supporters don't, but the <laughs> players on the field don't much care for Brentford or QPR. Yeah, that's fair.
5: Don't much care for. Very Fulhamish.
4: Oh,
1: it is full very full of They
2: yeah. also didn't they famously have a Michael Jackson statue out front? Yes,
1: they did for a while. Yes, they did. And famously loves everyone, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up, boys and girls. Uh, Sammy, any parting words? Michael Jackson's cunt. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Mister Brody, thank you so much for joining us. We're going to have fun here on Injury Time. Going to drink some beers.
0: That's what I'm looking forward to. That's why I came in.
1: Excellent. Love it. Love it. Love it. So, yep. all right. Going to wrap it up. Next up is injury time, where we talk about the beers we're drinking. We are going to recap our uh, our adopted clubs, and then we're going to preview the weekend's action. Sammy, should someone want to find injury time, how do they go about doing it? One last time Patre- for the people in the back row. Patreon.com
2: backslash D Football Show, and we have this one tier now, so you have nothing to worry about. Five bucks gets you all of our <laughs> extra content uh, per month, and that is sound check, which is our pre-show, uh, actual sound check, recap our weekends. Talk some shit, make some jokes, and then injury time, which is our preview show of the upcoming round of games. So now we're in December. Sometimes it's a midweek. Mm-hmm. Most of the time it's a weekend. Yep. Never know what you're gonna get. Exactly. Sometimes Sam goes on rants <coughs> that he only releases to Patreon. No, previous shit. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, sometimes we get one of our drunk friends in here after a night of whiskey binging. <laughs>
4: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> you all know. It's a fun time. <laughs> Thank you all
1: very much, as always. I'll see you. And uh, be sure to check out the uh, DU Drip Shack, everybody, for all your fly ass gear. Until next week, everyone. Peace.
3: Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Spread to be a fan of fucking Everton. Punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Arsenal fans have another Sam. Right, K.A., the fucking Cooter Graham. smoke of my lord. Looked great in shorts. Sam Graham. Sam Graham.